0: Hang in with D's episode number thirty, I believe. And I am your host, Deez, and we got Dylan in here today, and we have a lot to uh, talk about. Mostly just kind of glance over, and then we'll get a little more in-depth into NFL week number 10, and we're going to talk a little little golf, a little NBA. Uh, some, very little
1: golf. Very, Island, yes, yeah. very, very little <laughs>
0: golf. I uh, got some, uh, what was the other news? Wow. Oh, UFC and... Uh, again, very little. Very little. Just, one yeah, story that one, I saw. One, that was One right. story, but uh, let's go ahead and uh, kick it off. Of course, this weekend, it's really... First off, we're talking about golf, but it's really weird to be talking about the Masters in November. When is it usually? like? June? April. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's usually, I think, the first... It's either the second weekend of April, I believe, is when they normally have it. And obviously with the whole COVID bullshit, it was put off and there was no fans there. And Dustin Johnson just basically ran away with it. I mean, it was shades of tiger back in 96, 7, somewhere in there where he just kind of, that was when he basically took the golf world by storm and just monstered over that course and ran away with it. And that's basically what happened. Um, Tiger was in contention after day one, actually had his best opening round that he's ever had in the Masters, and it all went to shit after that. Into the water. Including, yeah, including Sunday, uh, struggled, I think it was on the 12th, I know it was in that Amen corner, Um, but yeah, three straight shots into the water, and I mean, he was already pretty much out of contention anyway, but. That definitely didn't – that must have been yours. Uh didn't, it was mine. Didn't do him any favors, but, yeah, DJ ran away with it and believe he ended up winning it by five shots total, if I'm not sure. mistaken. Was it
1: 20 under par, though, That's the number I have in my head for some reason. I'm not sure if that's accurate or not. As we yeah. kill time to good, try and good, search for yeah. it. Usually,
0: like, they'll have the scores up here, but – Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, DJ – big win there. Uh, other big news of the day. We had uh, a big trade in the NBA. Uh, Chris Paul is finding yet another home. Third team in what? Two years? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he went from the Clippers. Mm-mm. No, you're right. He Rockets, started. Rockets,
1: OKC, and now he's in Phoenix.
0: Uh, yeah, but he didn't start with the Rockets. No, I realize that. Yeah, he went from the
1: uh, Clippers and then the Rockets, and he was there what
0: two years or something like that. Well, but he didn't even start with the Clippers,
1: <sighs> yeah. New was Orleans,
0: with... wasn't he? Yeah, and then he went to the Clippers, mm-hmm. then he went to the Rockets, right? Then he went to OKC, and now he's taking his talents to not a beach, but a lot of fucking sand, uh, right? Being traded to Phoenix.
1: Like a lot of old people do.
0: Yeah, for, for a handful of players, including Ricky Rubio and Kelly Obrey Jr. Um, I mean, I'm not sure what OKC is going to do. Collect uh, all of the draft picks, apparently. Well, yeah. The I mean, it looks like they've pretty much resigned themselves to a rebuild. Um, and Phoenix, they were looking good in the bubble. Um, and, and now they get a solid point guard to go with uh, Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Phoenix c- could be one of those surprise teams next year. Um,
1: Don't they have like a, didn't they spend like a high draft pick on a center a couple years back? Yeah. Aiton. Deontay Aiton. Yeah.
0: Aiton, I think is Aiton. his name. Yeah.
1: I've seen it spelled, never heard.
0: Yeah. No, it, it is. It's like A-Y-T-O-N yeah. or something like that. Yeah. DeAndre Aiton, I think is his name. Yeah. Um, not basketball experts. Lakers made a trade. They got rid of Danny green mm. who, and if you don't recall, he's the one that threw up that horrible, horrible shot wide open in the finals. Mm. I mean, they won anyway, so it doesn't matter, but that was the shot that it, it could have ended the series then, but he missed the shot really bad. And it, it gave the heat one more game of life. But of course, no harm, no foul, because they ended up winning the title anyway. um, Other big news of the day: the Browns had a player test positive again, um, so their facility is shut down. We'll see where that goes. Their bye week has been used, and I think this is this coming week is the last week of buys. Yes. Yeah. Not mistaken there. I believe that's correct. So yeah, they uh the NFL did approve that contingency plan to expand the playoffs to sixteen teams should teams lose games um, to COVID. And they haven't really set the guidelines as far as how many it's gonna take in order for them to do that, because they do still have that built in week eighteen. Yeah. If it is needed, but if it gets too bad, they'll they, they will just expand the playoffs and, and call it good. But be really interesting to see how that
1: plays out in the winter. You know, the temperature's getting lower, sun going down much earlier. Like, that could be a... As should,
0: far as COVID? Yeah, or, COVID. yeah Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we're already seeing spikes, yeah. large spikes uh, across the country. So, I mean, so far, I got to say that not playing in a bubble and teams are traveling and everything. The NFL has, has done pretty well. Yeah. I mean, you've had a handful here and there. Of course we had the, the situation with the Titans back in week three, four, or, four. three or four, something like that. Um, but other than that, yeah, we've, they've handled it well for yeah. a team, for a, a league that isn't basically isolating itself the way that, uh, MLB kind of did for the playoffs, but then obviously the NBA bubble. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Other big news in the NFL, it was basically come out this afternoon that Drew Brees, who left uh, yesterday's game, uh, basically didn't come back after the half because of a hard sack. He was having trouble breathing, and x-rays have now found that he's got three broken ribs on one side, two broken ribs on the other, and a punctured lung. That's, first off, as somebody who's had broken ribs, fractured ribs, whatever you want to call it, he was listed on the injury report because apparently if the one side, I don't remember if it's left or right, happened last week in the blowout against Tampa Bay. But he was listed on the injury report with a shoulder and – I just have to wonder, how bad did that shoulder hurt that he didn't even realize that he had two or three broken ribs?
1: I'd imagine pretty fucking bad.
0: Yeah, Yeah. because, dude, you've never had broken ribs, right? Not broken. I've had them bruised before, and that sucks Mm, bad enough. Yeah, it's it's one of the most painful things I've ever had because, I mean, you cough or sneeze and you damn near shit your pants because the pain is so intense. And I don't know how he went through just walking around, let alone, from what I understand, practice. I mean, I think he practiced at least once or twice last week. But anyway, so, yeah, they found that, and one of those broken ribs basically punctured through the lung, and he was having trouble breathing. Jameis Winston came in and finished the game. And there's no timetable as of right now as to how long he's going to be out. But I got to think at least three weeks, if not more. I don't know. I mean, I'm just talking about the broken ribs. I don't know as far as the whole lung puncture. I mean, that that could even take longer. Didn't? Wasn't there a quarterback early this season? That Tyrod had,
1: Taylor. He got stabbed in the lung. That's remember?
0: right. That's right. By a, a painkiller, and he's never seen the field.
1: Well, that was more. Justin Herbert being awesome. So.
0: Well, yeah, it, I I haven't. Is Tyra Taylor's back and healthy though? Oh right? yeah, he okay. he was
1: only he didn't dress like for two weeks, and then Anthony Lynn's like I, the rookie's playing so goddamn well, we can't go back.
0: to the Right, and, and that's just a needle. This is you know a a rib puncturing the lung. So, and I don't know if it was like the whole rib or just you know if it just sliced it open a little bit, and maybe it will heal in a couple weeks, but. Um, with broken ribs on both sides of his body, I got to imagine he's gonna. Like I said, I'm thinking at least three weeks. And now you got Jameis Winston and um, Taysom Hill. Right. I think you got to go Winston.
1: Yeah, that way you can still you can still use
0: Taysom to do the the gadget stuff that he does. So yeah, it'd be you know they're sitting there right in a. Hardcore division fight. So it'll be real interesting to see how Winston comes in and performs because they've got while they've got a hell of an edge on Tampa, having now swept them, they're they're still right there. I mean, right. they they drop one game and Tampa wins. They're they're behind. So they could literally go from like Super Bowl contenders to out of the playoffs in a few weeks if Winston doesn't perform.
1: Right, and if you look at the NFC playoff picture, like all the teams that are currently like in the playoffs, like you know, if it were to end today, like they're all kind of close. The teams, that no, are...
0: there is, yeah, you're you're exactly right. They are all very tight. I mean, they, we've talked about parity in the league for a long time, and I mean, just going through the the standings real quick in the AFC East. Seven and three, six and three, four and five. I mean, it, New England isn't out of it really. Um with four the and NFC. five. now well, I mean, even oh, all right. the divisions. Right. Um, obviously, the AFC North, uh, undefeated nine and zero Pittsburgh Steelers. But you got Baltimore and Cleveland both sitting at six and three. You got the Colts, Titans, both six and three. You've got Chiefs eight and one, but then the Raiders are six and three. So se- seven teams have to come out of that group. Right. You know, there is going to there's gonna be a few two or three good teams, not like playoffs, and that's just on the AFC side. NFC, of course you got the NFC East, which what did I tell you about the Giants? Yeah. And they're right there. I mean, yes, they're they've got the same amount of wins as the Eagles, but the Eagles got that tie and the Eagles I believe are still still have not had their bye, if my math is correct. Right. And it looks like the Giants just watching them. It looks like they're improving.
1: And yeah, the they're, really they, they've
0: been playing well, and yeah. and yeah, the Eagles. I mean, I saw a couple of talking heads just absolutely berating the Eagles for uh, going for two a couple times, and I mean, it ended up being a, a close game, and that could have made the difference.
1: Yeah, I think they scored a touchdown and were down four, and decided to go for two instead of kicking the extra yeah. point and being down three. It's like the,
0: the two and seven Washington football team is still literally in the division. Yeah. Alex Smith these last 2 weeks while he's only produced one touchdown he's played well. I mean well this week he played well. Yeah, take he had the the bad picks last week but he's he's moving the ball. Right. Um if they can just get rid of those mistakes and punch in the end zone, who knows, we could be talking about the division leading Washington team here in a few weeks. Right. Um and then you got the NFC 7 and 2, 5 and 4, although
1: I think Green Bay is going to run away with that division. I do too cuz
0: I, I think honestly I think the Vikings are going to win tonight and put yeah. them at 4 and 5. So you got a clusterfuck, you know, in places 2 through 4 in that division, but yeah, I don't see any anybody catching Green Bay, but they could make a wild card team cuz you sure as shit ain't going to get a wild card out of the NFC East. No. And then, then in the south and the west is where it really gets interesting because you got the the Saints and the Bucks are tied, sort of tied, but the Saints have one less loss, but they've got the one less game, yeah, one less game, and they have swept Tampa, so they're right. they're in the the driver's seat. We'll see what happens with that Breeze injury, and then the NFC West is is very interesting because you got three teams at six and three, and then San Francisco is right there at four and six, although. With their health status, I'd expect... I think the Niners are out of it. Yeah, but. I expect them to drop off significantly, so...
1: Didn't we call that in the preseason preview that that's going to be the best division in football?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I thought Yeah, so. I mean, I obviously we got San Francisco a little bit wrong. Well, although, really, only one place, because I think I had him I, I in third. I think you might have had him in second, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but who could have
1: predicted getting just run over with COVID and injuries though so oh
0: no you're absolutely right yeah. yeah i mean you talk super bowl hangover one thing but yeah their their team has just been ravaged by injuries so but yeah it's gonna be an interesting race down the stretch we'll get to a little more on that in just a few minutes um what were you saying about the ufc
1: yeah so i didn't really watch the fights i basically just saw this one highlight something happened in the ufc fight i've that has never happened before, and I never thought would happen before, and it blew Michael Bisbing's mind. He was doing color for the fight. Um, two guys, there were stand-up striking with each other, uh, kind of near the cage, like the cage was sort of towards their side, and one guy threw a hook, and it hit the other guy, and his mouthpiece fell out. That's not weird. That happens all the time. Right. They couldn't find it. What? The mouthpiece fell between the cage, and I guess there's a little crease between the cage and the actual mat, and it fell down there. Oh wow. So for a good 5 minutes, they stopped the fight to try and either A find that mouthpiece or B go into the back and grab another one. And they ended up like going under the cage, like they even brought the camera with them to try and find it and they found it. Oh wow. Yeah. Never ever seen that before. No,
0: it's I mean, it's one of those I'm sure it barely fit for one. Oh yeah. And those things are typically, like, rubber, so when they hit something, they tend to bounce. So right. for it to perfectly fall between the cage and the mat, that's that's pretty wild. Yeah. So, yeah, that's our UFC news for the week. <laughs> yeah. uh, college football. Fuck! <laughs> we got to talk about it. I know. Um, Notre Dame, big win over Boston College. Boston College looks pretty strong. Yeah. I mean, they have... Granted, they, they've dropped to Notre Dame and now and to uh, Clemson, but they've hung with these, these big name schools.
1: Yeah, uh, they're another sort of almost not, they're not in a mid major conference. They're in a big time conference, but they're like a mid major program where occasionally they will. Yeah, have... they,
0: they pop up every now and then, right. make a little noise. Um, I don't know if that's a team that maybe has a lot of senior leadership and that it's finally coming together or Could maybe be. they got a couple new guys. Um, I just I don't follow college enough to know. Right. Um Florida, big winners over Arkansas. They put up sixty three. Um Miami squeaked one out against Virginia Tech.
1: Yeah, I watched most of the first half of that
0: game and yeah, they they did not look great, so that's Indiana keeps the train rolling, shutting out Michigan State. Which Good for them. Has to must further your pain. Well, I mean, yes and no because I do
1: believe Indiana's very good and it's that matchup with Ohio State and I think two weeks is going to be very interesting. Yeah. We'll see if they're for real, but. Yep. Um, makes that week two loss hurt even more, though.
0: Yeah, and I mean, 49 to 11. Yeah, I'm aware. I saw the score. Wisconsin just trounced Michigan. It was 28 nothing at halftime. Um, are, are you – are you done, or does he still get the Ohio State pass?
1: Um, One in three, yeah. I mean, if he can beat, miraculously so, beat so Ohio State. No
0: matter what happens the rest of the
1: season, if he beats Ohio State, you're in. He beats Ohio, not in. I mean, when I say in, I mean like one more year. He gets to play. That's Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He gets the last year of his I'm conference. just going to
0: check on you every week if they keep dropping these games. To... I'll say this, if they lose to Rutgers, though, and, and then beat Ohio State.
1: Okay, keep them for one more year. Wow. I don't
0: see why that's again. I, I mean, covered I... that
1: last week. I don't see how that's amazing to you, but
0: well, I mean, teams can get lucky, but <laughs> week take in, it. week in and week out, they are they're not losing. They're getting handled. I'm
1: not saying sign to him fu- to a fucking lifetime contract. I'm saying let them, Let's see one more year. Okay. Let's see if maybe this COVID situation is just he does not know how to coach under these conditions because look at LSU right now. They're also not great. Oklahoma has been a huge dr- disappointment. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I guess I see your point. But if he I mean, loses to Ohio State, you're out. Is that where we're at here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who do you have next? Is it Rutgers next it week? It is Rutgers, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, like I said, if you can't get healthy against Rutgers, you're not going to get healthy. No um any other major scores uh Louisiana they won uh SMU finally dropped one to Tulsa of all teams although Tulsa's got a strong record so they they obviously got a pretty good team all right uh they're sitting there at 4 and 1 4 and 0 in the conference and um uh, so oh I guess SMU wasn't undefeated they dropped one earlier Marshall big winners again so they are undefeated um and Liberty
1: too. They stomped. Uh, they played a small school, but still, Liberty's a small school, so it's kind of impressive they stomped the shit out of Western
0: Carolina. I didn't know there was a school in Western Carolina. <laughs> Me neither. But um, so yeah, Indiana, like I said, twenty-four nothing over uh, Michigan State, and we're about to find out just how for real they are because um, they got OSU in two weeks. Then they got Maryland, who's no slouch, no. And then they got Wisconsin, so we're we're gonna find out if the Hoosiers are are actually contenders here, real real quick. Um, I don't expect them to beat Ohio State, but can they can they at least make it a game? Uh, let me interject on this because during
1: the game Saturday, and I was horribly depressed and contemplating suicide. Um, <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, okay, well, who the fuck could they possibly get next? And uh, let me fix my headset because I'm a fucking dumbass. Um, next as a coach? Yes. Okay. Indiana's I, coach? Yeah, Tom Allen. Maybe. Why not? I mean, I you know Michigan's going to offer him more money than he's getting at Indiana. And that's something else that kind of was disappointing when I was watching the Michigan-Indiana game is, do you know who Indiana's running backs coach is? Mike Hart. The last great Michigan running back. Oh, it's like, okay. Um, why the fuck is he a running back coach at a Big Ten team and it's not Michigan? And I think I saw something they said too during the game that his last three running backs he's coached have gone to the NFL. So no matter
0: who is the head coach next year, I'd say go ahead and bring him back home. Yeah, might, might, might not be a bad idea. Right. Um, that first headline might be a reason why Allen won't go to Michigan. Oh! Yeah. That's his, a very good... His story. son plays linebacker for Indiana. Um. Oh. And, uh, of course, now he's out for the year. Oh, he's a reserve linebacker. Oh, so he's a scrub. Yeah. So I guess it's a possibility. All right. But, no, you're
1: probably right. He probably... I couldn't imagine him leaving until his son is out of school, but I don't know. Like I was thinking of names in my head: Tom Allen, possibly, um, Mike Leach. But so far, I know it's his first year at Michigan or not Michigan, Mississippi State. He hasn't done great, and I don't know if that air raid, how well that would work in
0: I just don't, windy Michigan. You, you know, well not only that I just don't see course maybe this is me just being old school i i don't see that playing well in the big 10 yeah i know i
1: mean that was kind of the problem with rich rod but i mean his offenses rich rod's offenses were great the problem is he had no defense whatsoever and i i guess we fucking don't at the moment either but yeah um who was there was another name i considered um damn it i can't i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be able to remember it now son of a bitch Joe Judge, maybe. He was the OC at LSU last year. Now he's the OC at um, Carolina. I mean, he's been a very popular coaching name. I mean, maybe you see if he wants to head his own program. He's the OC
0: at North Carolina or Panthers? Panthers. Okay. Who's the... Who's the coach for the Giants? I was thinking his name was
1: no, Joe. No, you're right. That is Joe Judge. Who the fuck am I
0: thinking of? Yeah, I'd um, say he's the, the head coach of the Giants.
1: I think his name's Joe too. Son of a bitch. Let me, well pull that up. Kill some air here. Uh 'cause yeah, I do know for a fact he was the O C and uh fucking uh for L S U last year. Um
0: Um that Indiana Ohio State games this weekend, bro. 21st. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so reason, yeah, promise. this weekend we got uh yeah, that's going to be the marquee matchup. Indiana is now Joe Brady. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Indiana's ranked 9 now uh, against Ohio State, so that that could have some huge huge playoff/Big slash Big 10 championship implications. Um let's see Clemson, Florida State. Good to see Trevor Lawrence back, hopefully. Uh Florida Vanderbilt, just kind of scrolling through here to see what if there's any other big big matchups. Uh, Cincinnati UCF, UCF's always one of those teams that are, are solid, um, and they're sitting at five and two right now. So they, you know, they might give Cincinnati a game.
1: That might make me sick, but the last time Michigan hired a former Ohio State coordinator or assistant, it was Bo Schembechler. So Luke Fickle, maybe. Yeah, but would he?
0: Do you think he would leave?
1: Would you rather coach at Cincinnati or Michigan?
0: Oh, Cincinnati! I thought you were talking about Ohio, like Ohio State's coordinator.
1: Well, he—well, he was—is my point.
0: Oh, and now he coaches at Cincinnati. Cincinnati, I gotcha. I gotcha. So yeah, no, that's a possibility, right? Uh, Let's see. Alabama taking on uh, Kentucky. Uh, K State, Iowa State, Tennessee Auburn, Georgia Mississippi State, Oklahoma Oklahoma State could be a, a pretty solid game. Yeah, 14 versus 18. Uh, other than that, yeah, I mean, really the only marquee matchup on the schedule this weekend is Indiana and Ohio State. Wisconsin Northwestern would be a good game for Big Ten because um, both of them are unbeaten, even though Wisconsin's only played two games. So. Nah. All right. I uh, think we can go ahead and move on talk about a little NFL week 10 action unless you got something else. I'd rather not
1: talk about college football anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that uh so Jets and Browns fan, huh? Huh? You you said you're feeling like a Jets or a Browns fan watching. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean I I sent Dan a text, Dees a text. Great. Yeah. Now everybody knows. Yeah, I know, right. I always wondered that why you gave yourself a nickname and why I don't have one, but whatever. Um, I, I sent him a text saying that I've never felt so helpless or hopeless about one of my favorite teams before ever. Like I grew up a Titans fan, I never felt this way. I it's it's so fucking weird. Like of like, what the fuck are we gonna do? Yeah, yeah. How long have you followed Michigan? Um, what's well, it was actually the NCAA football games that got me into it. I would say, it's really, not that long.
0: Um, 2010, something like that. Okay, so about ten years, All right? And this is by, I gotta say, by far the worst Michigan team you've.
1: I don't know about that. Uh, Brady Hoax last year was pretty goddamn yeah, rough. Yeah. But with that year, it had the exception of everyone in the world knew Jim Harbaugh was leaving, so there was hope that he was gonna you know, come back home and return us to glory and half of that was true. Yeah. So, and
0: it's not the return to glory part. Spoiler alert yeah. for you out there folks. Yeah. At least yeah. not yet. Obviously not. And if he doesn't turn it around, he's not going to get the opportunity. Exactly. All right, NFL week 10. We will uh we'll just start off. We had a... I'm surprised by that Thursday night game. I did not expect the Colts to handle the Titans the way they did. Um Colts got a great defense, don't get me wrong. Um, Derek Henry had hundred just over 100 yards, but still a pretty pedestrian day for him. But impressive that he got 100 against that Colts defense. They fly around the field. Um, Phillip Rivers, 300 yards, only one touchdown, but he didn't turn the ball over, right. which was huge. Um, but yeah, to see them 34-17, and they have climbed right back into that division race now. So things could get interesting there. Both teams have a couple of big games coming up. Yeah,
1: Tennessee has not been the same since they lost Taylor Lewan. I it's mean, it's very, very true. Ever since that happened, I think they're what one in three. Yeah. So that that was a
0: huge, huge loss for them. So yes, it was. Um, moving on to the Sunday games, Browns squeak one out against the Te- Texans, ten to seven. And to that, I have to say this, Nick Chubb. Go fuck yourself, you son of a bitch. Why? Because he didn't cover the over? Not the over. I played a parlay. Oh. Browns were three-point favorites. I took the Browns. Right. Did you see what happened? I did see what happened. Son of a bitch. Breaks loose for, God, I don't even know how long it was. 60 yards or some shit. There wasn't a fucking Texan in the frame. He was gone under a minute to go. Texans have no timeouts. So if you score that touchdown, disaster strikes and you miss the extra point. You're still up nine fucking points and the game is over. But no, he steps out of bounds on purpose at the one yard line. Uh, Football wise, it's the right. I don't. I know. I know. I know you do. Score. Don't. That's what you're taught from the first time in peewee football, you put a fucking helmet on, score the football. But it was a smart play. Yeah. Exactly. Fuck you, Nick Chubb.
1: I was going to say we were cursed. Everyone on the planet was cursing Todd Gurley a few weeks ago and someone does the opposite and Yeah.
0: No. Right. Go fuck yourself, Nick Chubb. <laughs> Seriously, I'm done with you. Uh, yeah. It's what you get for trusting a Brown? I know that's, that was my first thought was it's my own fault. Cause I actually thought fucking Cleveland could cover a spread. Ah, fuck. Anyway, <clears throat> moving on Washington and the lions again, Alex Smith played very well and played well enough in my opinion to win, but Detroit, another team we never know who's going to show up play just a little bit better and get a 30-27 win. Uh I'm just I'm happy to see Alex Smith back and playing well. Of course. And I I'm it sucks that it's at the expense of Kyle Allen's mangled ankle. Yeah. Um but at least now not only Washington but other teams can can kind of see what what Alex Smith has. Right. Cuz he's going to play somewhere next year. I mean, there's some bad quarterbacks out there. Mm-hmm. Even if Washington doesn't hang on to him, I think somebody will give him a, a shot at a starting job. Chicago makes a lot of sense. Yeah. i 100% agree. No. um, So yeah, the, he's, he's going to play somewhere. And I don't know, like I said, Dwayne, we got, is it Dwayne? It's Dwayne, right? Dwayne Haskins. Haskins yeah. Um, I got to imagine that, I think they'll probably hang on to him for one more year and and see. Sure. Um but or or maybe they they don't. If they make up their mind that that Alex Smith is the guy or if if it's Kyle Allen, one of those three is gone, if not two. Right. Or
1: if they the rest of this year is a total disaster and they get like the second or third pick, they're they're not going to get Lawrence, but they can get Justin Fields, Trey Lance.
0: Yeah, I, there's there's some solid quarterbacks
1: there. Right. The kid from Alabama's a projected first rounder now. His name might, escapes me at the moment, but um Yeah, I think Haskins I think he's done. I mean, I don't see him ever being a full-time starter ever again, which what do you expect? Uh, has there been a single great NFL quarterback that went to Ohio State? No.
0: no. Not
1: that I mean, not for a very long time. Yeah. That's uh, the one I mean, thing I can say about him. Yeah, I yeah. mean, <clears throat> yeah.
0: Trying to rack my brain real quick and no, I I can't think of one. No, at least not in the last thirty years that has been even decent, let alone great. No. Um, Jaguars gave the Packers all they wanted. Twenty four twenty. They Minshew. No. Luton. No. That's... Oh, sorry. Yeah, why don't you shut the fuck up and let me finish? <laughs> My bad. Minshew might be a little worried. Oh. Okay. Because Letton, Luton, whatever his name is, it, while both have been in losing efforts, he's played decent. Right. But we've got some bad news for you, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Next week, you face the best pass rush in the NFL and a man by the name of T.J. Watt who... Literally just said that he likes to welcome new quarterbacks to the league the proper way. (laughs) and Yeah. And then, oh, if TJ misses it, don't forget you got Bud Dupree on the other side and Cam Newton coming, or Cam Newton, Cam Hayward coming right up the middle. So good luck with that.
1: little side note, just because you mentioned Cam Hayward. Did you see what I posted?
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that when we talk to the, uh, moving on. I called it Giants, although I think I backtracked and ended up picking the Eagles. But <laughs> I called it initially. I, I should have stuck with my gut. Giants are playing re- really good ball, and and they get the win over the Eagles, and they are literally right there in the 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 race, uh, sitting at three wins. Um, and the Eagles, I don't, I don't see it. I, I, I just don't. They do not. It seems like they're not disciplined. They've got no consistency whatsoever. And they're on their way down, and the Giants might be on their way up. You know what the NFL, the
1: NFL, the NFC East is, in my opinion? It, it just dawned on me. when Shitty? We're about, right. <laughs> it's basically like, do you ever see, like, on, they do it for NBA games all the time for, like, a halftime show. They have the baby races. Yeah. People bring out their babies, and yeah, they're supposed to yeah. crawl to midcourt. and yeah, most the of other them, parent will be on the other end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, like, trail off or not move at all or just stop and cry for no reason because they're dumb babies. And, yeah, that's basically the NFC. What
0: this is going to lead to is, and it's happened before, but at its current pace, this is going to lead to a major discussion on playoff seeding and hosts. Right. Because the winner of that division will host a playoff game. Yeah. And, granted, this year it's not – as important for the simple fact that COVID and, and it's not no like, fans. Yeah. Or or something. Either zero or like 5,000, 5, which the TV makes it seem like they're a lot louder. but Right. It's still one of these teams is going to host somebody that is probably going to be sitting at like 11 and 5 is going to have to go to a stadium where the team has won. Six games. At best. Yeah, I think at best the, the division winner might might get seven, but I doubt it. I, I don't see any one of those teams going on that big of a roll to get seven wins out of this season. Right. So yeah, you're you're probably gonna have a six and ten or a six nine and one team win a division and actually host a playoff game. Did you? Schefter brought this up. He was on McAfee
1: today. Have you seen the Eagles' final stretch of their schedule? I have not, but we can look at it. It is a goddamn murderer's row, man. We can pull it up in a quick jiffy. Yeah, it's like, of those games, two of them are winnable, in my opinion. Every other game, it's like, that's probably a loss. That's probably a loss. That's definitely a loss. Like, So, yeah, I'm time to sell your stock in the Eagles, in my opinion, because... I said pull it up in a jiffy, but it's not pulling up. But.
0: all right, We'll wait on that to load and move on. Uh, Bucks, Panthers. Bucks are rolling. I mean, they're rolling again. I should say because right. last week they got absolutely shellacked. So great bounce back game. Uh, forty six twenty three over Carolina. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. I, I think he finished the game though. Uh, and they're calling it a mild sprain of his MCL, and they are expecting him to probably be able to practice by Wednesday or Thursday at the latest. Um. News did come out today that Christian McCaffrey, who was out for this week, is probably going to be out next week, too. And as his fantasy owner, this is not the kind of news I want. I'm still winning. I mean, yeah, I don't know how because I literally have a fucking patchwork goddamn team of running backs, including Le'Veon Bell and Mark Ingram, who did come back last night but didn't do nothing. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, All right. Here's that Eagle schedule real quick. Seahawks.
1: uh uh-uh. Browns.
0: Browns. Oh, Browns. Okay. Browns. Probably prob- a loss. Probably a loss. Seahawks, loss. Packers, okay. loss. Saints, um, lo- Def. Well, that's four weeks, of- so Drew could be Drew, back. Sh- yeah. If, if Drew's back, definite loss. If he's not, I don't know yet because we don't know. We haven't seen Jameis Winston. I don't think Jameis Winston is a horrible quarterback. He throws a lot of picks, but didn't yesterday though. No, he didn't. Yeah. And he's got some weapons. Yeah, better, better weapons overall than he had in Tampa.
1: Ooh, no. Yes. No. It's, yes. It's close, but no, no. it's
0: not. He you, had Mike
1: Evans and Chris Godwin last year.
0: Chris Godwin, that was last year, right? And and Chris Godwin just barely started to come into his own. He's walking into Emmanuel Sanders, Mike Thomas, Alvin Kamara. Um, who's their tight end? Uh, Cook. Mm. Way more weapons in New Orleans than he had in Tampa.
1: I'd say it's kind of even, but all right.
0: I'd say it's not even fucking close. Okay. Mike Evans. Kamara is the biggest. Yeah. I mean, that, argument, that's right? huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mike Evans, definitely an elite receiver. But, he, you know, other than that, Godwin is a huge drop off compared to Mike Evans. Especially if you – last year, yeah, good Godwin. He's comparable
1: to Emmanuel Sanders, in my opinion. Uh,
0: I don't know if I'd go that far. Okay. Well, I wouldn't did. Anyway. Anyway. um, So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Then the Cardinals loss. Then the Cowboys. (laughs) Who fucking knows? Yeah. Seriously, who knows? Um, And then Washington. So – one, two, three, I'll put four, it this five. way: Eagles might not win another game.
1: There, that's a very real. It, possibility. it is a
0: very real, real possibility. Um, Cowboys is is probably the best shot they have at a win in, in that remaining schedule, right? And even that, if this, Gil, Gilbert is it? G- oh, Garrett Gilbert, Garrett Gilbert. Um, yeah. if he comes off the bye and plays as well as he did against Pittsburgh and and Zeke can kind of get things going. Dalton might
1: be back by then though.
0: Yeah. But Gilbert better suck because he played better in that game against Pittsburgh than Dalton has in his fucking career. Hmm. So uh, sure. he, He would have to suck for me to, to go back to Andy Dalton in my opinion. So yeah, like I said, Eagles might not win another game. Uh, where were we? Oh, Bucks. Yeah, Bucks bounced back big. Um Ronald Jones had that big ninety eight yard touchdown run. Gronk had another decent game. A B still kinda getting there. And I don't know how many total catches he had, but um seemed like every time I looked up I noticed him involved. So <sighs> that sucks. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, um, Panthers. Like I said, we you know they've kind of been hit and miss, but I, I think we can probably go ahead and stick a fork in them, right.
1: and that's fine. I mean, first year head coach, they are in a rebuild.
0: Yeah, ha- I,
1: haven't had their best player be- for the majority best, of the year. One of
0: the best players in the NFL mm-hmm. has only played a total of two games. I think probably two yeah. and a half, maybe. Um. So yeah, they. And Robbie Anderson's been – he's been a stud too. So, there's hope next year for Carolina. Um, Oh, I was looking at A.B. Oh, A.B., he had seven catches on eight targets, only 69 yards. But um, Brady is definitely working him in the offense. So, it's just a matter of of shaking off those those bad games, putting something together. And like I said, they're technically tied with the Saints, but they dropped two to the Saints. So, they're not – in the driver's seat, for sure. La, uh, la, 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 la. Denver. Yeah, Denver, Raiders. Um, Oakland just basically ran all over Denver. Yeah. Um, I think they had over 200 yards rushing. Um, yeah, 37-12. Denver didn't really show any signs of life. Incredible to think that that happened to a
1: Vic Fangio defense, too. I mean, yeah. you can tell that to a Bears fan. That shocked the shit out of them. Yeah,
0: and the, the Raiders... They're, Very sneaky at six and three. Yeah. And I mean, I would say they're still a year away.
1: They're ahead of schedule. In yeah. My opinion.
0: They're, they're, I, Gruden's looks like he's trying to write the ship. And again, I, I think they'll fade come playoff time. I yeah. Cause I just don't think they're quite there yet, but they're, they're a team that, that could make some noise. Either later this year, who knows? Maybe they're you know that chief game that might be the their catapult that uh, puts them yeah. at the top, right? And eight and eight, nine and seven is like I said, that's a
1: win for this year. Oh, so.
0: absolutely! It's it's way above what my expectations of them were. Right, uh, Chargers Dolphins Justin Herbert had a solid game, not world beating or anything, but he hung tough. But Dolphins Tua played well. And they get the win again, sitting at six and three. That's another one that just absolutely shocks me that yeah. that, you know, the defense is playing as well as they are and they're right on Buffalo's ass. Yeah. Flores kind of looks like
1: a genius now, doesn't he? For starting to, cause he's played very well.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's not setting the world on fire or anything, but he's not making any mistakes. You know, it's the era of putting rookies in and they just suck. Is I think over yeah for the most part unless
1: they suck
0: yeah right I mean you're still gonna have those every now and then but um, if a guy can play typically can play and and the college systems are way more advanced than they used to be Mm -hmm. and a lot of teams run that pro style and five wide type stuff I mean you know you got to remember for decades college football was like everybody ran the option and right. wishbone you know, yeah and you know they they started going to these RPOs and things of that nature and you're seeing more of that now in college than you do in the pros really i mean yeah. they they're winging it so these quarterbacks in my opinion i think are coming in better prepared for the pro game the speed is going to eat up those mediocre guys mm-hmm. but the guys that have it and it looks like to a mite um and the next guy I'm going to talk about definitely does. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can come in and produce early. And and again, he's not, you know, setting the world on fire and blowing it up with four touchdowns and 100 yards rushing or anything like that. But he's not making mistakes and he's he's moving the ball up and down the field. Mm-hmm. And when you got a defense that's playing as well as you are, you don't have to be great. Yep. You just have to be good. And he is a little
1: side. note: I heard a report that the dolphins are considering going back to the throwbacks that they wore this week. They need to do that. Those throwback, those throwbacks are, Ooh, those are pretty. Yeah.
0: I've always liked those a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, then moving on one of the, one of the games of the week, without a doubt, bills Cardinals and man, I'm going to keep fucking blowing this horn until the battery is dead. The Cardinals, Are for real. They played great. Actually took the lead late in that game. And kudos to Josh Allen because he brought him right back. Yep. Scored a touchdown with 34 seconds left. All was good in the land of Buffalo. And then Kyler Murray happened. The Hail Murray. Yeah. They're calling it. Yeah. D- did
1: you saw it? I actually right? did see that. Yeah. I saw Buffalo's drive to win and I was going to turn it off. Cause I'm like, is this over? I'm like, no, oh, no, not really. They got two timeouts, 35 seconds. You never know. And you have Deandre Hopkins. Coming, I know. And I got yeah. super excited. Oh, sweet. I wonder how that's going to help me in fantasy. Oh, I'm still getting blown out. <laughs> yeah. Congrats, Jake. Yeah. Very nice.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, Deandre Hopkins is a fucking animal. Absolutely. And they, did you realize that on that play, he had Tradarius Trad Tradavius. Tradavius White was on him. Mm-hmm. Um and now I can't think of the other two. But basically their three top, guys. Their top three defensive backs were on DeAndre Hopkins and he come down with a ball with one second left, which might as well have been zeros. Right. And Cardinals win that game um at home. So kudos to all the fans there that couldn't watch because of fucking COVID. But I did see one picture that if I'm an exec, I am instantly putting that on posters and making it. I think and I know you, what you're going to say. Go so it's a close-up shot of all the, the hands reaching up for the ball. And on the Buffalo, one Buffalo guy's hands, Nike. Or no. Adidas. Adidas. Another one was Nike. I, I don't think you can see the other one. You can't see the other one now. Yeah. So you had Nike, you had Adidas, and then just a little bit higher f- with his hands firmly on the ball was DeAndre Hopkins' Jordan. Yeah. And the logo is perfect, and it's above all the others, and he's got the ball. Like I said, if I'm an ad, ad exec at, at Jordan, I'm putting that on a Absolutely. poster. Because uh, it, it just like I said, it was perfect. Uh, moving on. Reach higher. There's your tagline. Too. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Just no, I guess I can't say just do it, but yeah, I mean no. air, air Jordan, right? Get a little more air, yeah. Reach higher, like, yeah. No, you, yeah. I was trying to come up with something, but I didn't. You win. Ah, thank you. Yeah, <sighs> fuck off. Thank you. Uh, Rams Seahawks. I got nothing. Uh, R- R- Russell Wilson. Um, just I didn't realize how bad he plays against the Rams. Yeah, he's three and eight against the Rams. Oof. Ouch. And he only has, uh, what was it, like eight touchdowns and like 17 turnovers. What the fuck? Yeah. I did not know that. That's he, odd. Uh, the Rams apparently have his, and he's been sacked a just obscene amount of times. Yeah. In the last three games, he's really looked like
1: shit. That's, like, what, what the hell, And man? that
0: brings me to my next point. He, had, in my opinion, he's taken himself out yeah. of the MVP race. Like, he was – Firmly entrenched as number one in my opinion, three weeks ago, and every week since, it seems like he's just dropped further and further. Um, I think it's got to be Mahomes as the front runner now. Yeah, I uh, mean. It, at this point, he's going to run away with it. But you still got a Raj. Um, people are. I've heard a couple people mention Ben. Okay, and, and, and I think rightfully so. I mean, he's taken that team that was. One game above 500 last year and turned him into undefeated. Yeah. I think he's got to at least be in the conversation.
1: It's a very good point. You know.
0: I great mean, argument. I yeah.
1: Mean, they um, didn't have me the year before, 9-7. and yeah. seven. They have me now. We've won nine games yeah. in nine weeks. Yeah. yeah. We That's... haven't
0: haven't fucking lost. So to all the haters out there, suck a dick. Um, 49ers Saints. Obviously, we talked about the Drew Brees injury and what happened there. Um, when he went out, I believe that game was seventeen to ten. If I'm that not mistaken. sounds right, yeah, 17, yeah, seventeen, 10, 17 yeah. to ten when Breeze went out. So Winston did come in and put points on the board through a touchdown pass to Alvin Kamara. Which again, like we argued earlier, Jameis Winston has been s- solid at times. He's also thrown a lot of picks in his time, but he's got weapons and he's got a decent defense which was better than what he had in Tampa at the time. Tampa was kind of hit and miss while Jameis was there. Um, But, yeah, he's got weapons. So as long as he doesn't do what he's known for doing, which is throw the ball to the wrong colored jerseys. Winston's famous turnovers. Yeah. yeah. Um, So, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. And that was a 49er team that is, like I said, just decimated by injuries and COVID and all that other shit. So we'll see what happens when they get into some real competition. Um, And then the final Sunday afternoon game, yeah, I was not so homerish today. My Pittsburgh Steelers, our Pittsburgh Steelers, mm-hmm. undefeated still. And I got to tell you, it felt really fucking good to watch a Steeler game without worrying about my heart stopping. I know, right? Like it was We got two of those this year. More than two, really. I yeah. mean, we've had some closer games, but... Oh, two of these games. Yeah, where it was kind of comfortable. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. both against Cleveland or Cincinnati. Ah, fuck, Ohio teams. Yeah, so yeah, it was really nice. Like it, the first half wasn't quite so much. It was, uh, well, it was twelve to seven at one point, and then we kind of ran away there at the end of the second quarter. But then, third quarter, fourth quarter. Cincinnati had nothing. Uh, T.J. Watt had two sacks and several more pressures. Uh, we were in the backfield all day long. And my only concern, and it isn't really much of a concern, is our running game, Yeah, which looked fairly strong the first few weeks. Lately has not. Mm-hmm. Connor seems like he gets hit early and often. But when you're playing the kind of football that that Ben is playing right now, running the four wide, five wide sets and basically snap one, two, three pass, even though those passes are only gaining four, five, seven yards, that's every bit as good as a run game. Yeah. If you you're getting little bitty bits. And then as we saw in the game, it finally paid off because they hit a big one to Deontay down the down the field. They got a big pass interference later on. So You're dinking and dunking and getting those safeties to kind of cheat up a little bit. And then he's going to hit you over the top. And I got to think that as the season wears on, it will come full circle and maybe open that run game up a little more. And we'll see what plus Benny Snell, who got a lot of carries early, hasn't really seen the field a whole lot. Hmm. Like they were spelling Connor a lot more early in the season. And I don't know if that was by design to maybe kind of keep him fresh because he's had some injury problems, but here lately Snell's played a little bit, but not the way he was early on in the season. And I I like Benny Snell and what he, he's more of a power back. Um, Connor's more of a threat in the, the passing game, but I got to think it's, it might have something to do with blitz pickup situations. I think Connor might be a little bit better than Snell makes sense, but yeah, i I can't complain. Eric Ebron was a great sign for us. Yeah. I thought he might be. I did too. The thing with Eric Ebron, you've got two things. One, he's had problems staying healthy and he's been banged up a couple times this year, but like he went out this game, but came right back the next play. And then the other thing is the drops. Yeah. Which he's had a few this year, but by and large, it's a win for me. Uh, He's been a, And it looks like him and Ben have got really good chemistry. And when Vance McDonald comes off the COVID list, we can hit him with that double tight set again. And yeah, it looks like he, well,
1: he's really turned his career around because he was a massive bust in Detroit. Like I remember watching some random lions game when he was in his like third or fourth year. And he made like some deep catch, like near the sideline for like 30 yards. And it was in Detroit. The game sarcast. The team team fans sarcastically applauded him. Like
0: they overreacted. Like,
1: oh wow, you did something amazing. It's like, God yeah, damn. well, and
0: then he went to Indy. He was one of those boomer bust kind of guys. Yeah. He, he could make some plays, but he dropped a lot of passes early on. No, and then he went to Indy, and he was a huge red zone threat. He had some problems with health, and occasionally he would drop a ball. But that's basically why the Colts hung on to Jack Doyle and, and let. Ebron goes because you don't know what you're going to get. Right. Hopefully he's over that and it doesn't rear its ugly head at the wrong time. Knock on wood. Right. Um, but other than that, like I said, I'm I'm in. I I think it was a great sign. It's, it's not like we fucking, you know, mortgaged the house on him. Yeah. A- and we still got Vance McDonald, who is a beast in his own right when healthy. Um. And then I had to do something that I absolutely despise doing. Me too. And that is root for the Patriots, and Bell, Bell, Bill, Bell, same thing. <laughs> you you came through, and the, the evil Patriots. Bastard. Yes, Patriots get the win over the Ravens, and basically what that does is almost clinches the division for us. It it bas it puts our our I mean hell our There's destiny, seven weeks to go. Our, our so. destiny's in our hands too. But if if we win next week, and then we win. The week after that, yeah. which is Baltimore, that gives us two two wins. And we're already three games up, which would then be four games. Might as well call it five games because we got double, you know, season sweep. So yeah, it's it definitely put it in our hands. Right. And yeah, that, that game Thanksgiving night is I got a feeling it's gonna be a bloodbath. But that being said, uh Lamar Jackson throwing the ball. Pretty solid, yeah. Only you know, had ten incompletions, inter- in two touchdowns, two forty nine. Didn't do nearly as much um, running the ball. Cam Newton had a, a solid game, but I didn't watch the whole game. But the the parts of the game I watched, it really looked like New England was just bullying Baltimore. No, yeah. like they, you know, they ended up rushing for one hundred and seventy three yards on the best. Rushing defense in the NFL, and in turn, one of the best rushing offenses in the NFL got held to 115 yards, and 55 of that was from Lamar Jackson. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, no, and the weather, Mother Nature, was yeah that did not, and that was the other surprise. Is as bad as the weather was for Lamar to actually throw the ball as well as he did. He did have a pick, right? Um, Cam Newton only had 118 yards. (laughs) And one touchdown, and the other touchdown came from the receiver who threw a twenty-four yard on a little gadget play. Um, but yeah, Damian Harris, another one of those running backs that never fucking heard of, right? And all of a sudden, he's having a decent year. And Jacob, yeah, see, there was no—they've got no receivers in New England.
1: No, Jacob Myers. Rex Burkhead, who's a running back. Ryan Izzo. He's a fullback, I believe. No. No? Nope. Uh, Jacob Johnson. Okay. James White. He's another running back. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know who these guys are. Is Edelman on IR? Or is he just
1: hurt? uh, He's definitely hurt. I just don't know if he's on IR or not. I'm not sure.
0: No. For the Ravens. Uh, Like I said, they didn't really get much going running the ball. Marquise Brown, after having his little tantrum, had two catches. (laughs) He did get targeted six times, but yeah.
1: Oh, really? Interesting. Yep. Only caught a third of the passes that was thrown his way. Weird.
0: Yeah. And and how interesting that somebody named Hollywood Brown, who is related to Antonio Brown, Got on social media and, and cried. I know. I la- How ironic, right? The other thing I wanted to bring up, in fact, I almost did a solo show this week because of that. Did you see the whole thing with Lamar Jackson talking about the offense? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's... Repeat it. Hmm? Well, you oh, might have heard it. Basically, he said that other teams are calling their plays. Yeah. And that that's why they can't get anything going. Well, they're calling the... Your plays because you only have like fucking four of them. <laughs> and, and I can, and I said this at the beginning when we talked about, and I went on my tirade about how Lamar Jackson is not the number one player in the NFL. And this season is proving it yet again because, and, and Ryan Clark came out last week and basically said that if Kyler Murray was the quarterback of Baltimore, he would believe in them as a Super Bowl contender. Way more than he does with Lamar Jackson and people lost their minds. And guess what, folks? He's fucking right. I agree. Because Kyler Murray is head and shoulders above Lamar Jackson, which you don't hear say about Kyler Murray head and shoulders above someone. Yeah. No (laughs) shit, right? (laughs) But boom, boom. Yeah, he's he's a better quarterback. He's as good of an athlete, maybe not as fast, but not still quite, yeah. still running the ball. He's only two touchdowns away from breaking Cam Newton's record of 14 rushing touchdowns. Yeah. And, you know, Lamar Jackson hasn't done that. But basically, Kyler Murray can throw the ball. He can read a defense. Lamar Jackson can't. Lamar Jackson throws short passes to his tight end for most of them, or he throws deep balls. Mm. He cannot sit there and read a defense and pick them apart, and I've said that from fucking day one, and I'm proven right week after week. And I don't buy into Baltimore as a Super Bowl contender. They made that trade for the big pass rush guy. Hasn't done shit. Yeah, it Really hasn't. So, yeah. A few weeks ago, I would have sat here and been 100% convinced that Baltimore and Pittsburgh would split. Mm-hmm. I'm not so convinced now. I think while I, I won't bet my house on it and I won't be surprised because it is AFC North football, but at this point I'm I don't see this Baltimore team beating Pittsburgh if Pittsburgh goes into that game healthy. I, just I agree, don't. yeah. And I think it'll be competitive though. Like when you said oh. it's gonna
1: be a bloodbath, I don't think that at all. I think that's no no no. Crazy. When
0: I say bloodbath, I mean AFC North football, oh okay, like hard, like you know, a Donnie Brook, basically. Yeah, Baltimore is going to be at that point fighting for their playoff lives, yeah, um, because they got Cleveland breathing down their neck, and just looking ahead for Baltimore, they've got the Titans this week.
1: I think they win that game because Tennessee's it's, fallen off so much.
0: They are, but at the same time, Tennessee is going to be got to be playing desperate right so it it could be a good game that could go either way really Mm -hmm. um if they kind of take a page out of old belichick's book mike Vrabel's no slouch and he's a belichick disciple Disciple. um if they can slow down baltimore's running game and they can get derrick henry running i could see tennessee winning that game but again won't be shocked if it goes the other way then they got pittsburgh then they got cowboys then they got browns jacks giants Bengals.
1: yeah so the rest of their schedule is pretty favorable. pretty
0: yeah very favorable in comparison you go over to the other side and look at the steelers we've got that's not what i was trying to do no nope. we've got jacksonville this week which is a win then you got baltimore then you got washington then you got the bills that should be close the bengals not worried
1: Colts, Browns. Colts could be a challenge. I mean like Oh, for the, sure. Yeah.
0: Their defense is for real.
1: Yeah. Um but Philip he loves throwing him into defensive rating. Yeah, reading, and so.
0: he's he's not very mobile, so the key to that game is going to be to get to him and get to him early and often and make him make those bad plays. Right. And then we got the Browns, but basically the point I'm trying to make is our schedule while we do have a couple of, in my opinion easily winnable games. It's still way more difficult than what the, the Ravens have to deal with. Yeah. So I, I'm very happy to have that three-game lead, three-and-a-half game lead for all intents and purposes. Right. And uh, so we'll see how it all shakes out. And We'll probably preview week 11, either Thursday or Friday. We'll see how things shake out. Um, we're going to try and be back here Thursday, but if it doesn't work for that, we'll, we'll try and do something Friday or maybe both. Who knows? Um, how do you like the Xbox? I was just going to get to that. Right. Love it. Absolutely love it. Mm. Xbox and PlayStation, for for that matter, has dropped. Uh, there's been some issues with uh, shipping. I know that a lot of folks that pre-ordered the Xbox through Amazon thought they were getting it on release day, and the day before they were supposed to get it, they got nice little emails saying that you aren't getting it, and you might not get it until December 31st. Oof. Yeah, I would be fucking insanely pissed. Yeah. Uh, But mine worked out perfect. Pre-ordered from Best Buy, picked it up at the curb, came home. And yeah, I'm happy. Um, The load times are fucking amazing. Graphics are great. I don't... While this monitor that I use is better than a TV, it's still not quite... 4K? It is 4K, but it's not like that 120 frames per second. Oh, okay. That it, it does the simulation version of it. So again, it's very good. Mm-hmm. And I just I can't see myself spending eight hundred to a thousand or more on a monitor that will do the true one twenty. Um but yeah there's a significant improvement as far as graphics and load times. Load times are great. And then all I can really speak on are the two games that I play and that's Call of Duty Warzone and NBA two K twenty one. And Call of Duty Warzone it's just the optimized like they didn't build it from the ground up for Xbox but sure. it looks fucking fantastic mm. um they're whatever they do to optimize these games for the for the next gen uh, looks great mm. like there is a significant difference between the the Series X and what i was playing on the, the One X so it looks phenomenal um as far as NBA again graphically it's improved mm-hmm. there's only so much you can do with with some of these games so it's it isn't like super great like like the like jump
1: in, between PS1 and PS2 or PS2 to PS3 like you, those days are over you're
0: going to get slight yeah. like i will say that like the city experience which is now called was mm-hmm. their new thing the graphics in that aren't a whole lot different than what you had before okay now when you jump into a career game you can definitely see it, especially when they do close-ups and and the crowd, like old old gen or current gen, whatever you want to call it, which I never really understood that because they call it next gen and current gen. Well, guess what? The next gen is now the current gen. So anyway, but like you look out in the crowd and there's like 25 different people just patchworked in yeah, and, and they all move and they're animated. So it looks cool. But if you look... You're looking at the same people just spread out on there. With this, they said there's they have 150, at any given time, different people on the court. So you don't notice it quite as much. You actually cool. have to, like, I actually did this. I paused the game, and I was looking around, trying to find the matches for for the non-player characters in the stands, and it's really difficult. Wow. And they all do different things. So it it, it looks way, you know, a lot more of a real experience than in the previous gens. And as far as NBA 2K goes, I I went on record saying it was the worst of, I'm sorry, Xbox One X, current, quote, current gen. Generation
1: 9, right? Whatever. Or console generation, nine. yeah, I don't know.
0: whatever. But uh, it it was one of the worst two Ks I ever played. It just, the, some of the things in it were so infuriating that I quit playing it. I was strictly playing Warzone for like the last month, month wow. and a half. But n- the new one's out, and they've completely redesigned the player builder system. And like I said, it went from a neighborhood, a small neighborhood, to a giant city, which is a little overkill because. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to fucking walk. It. No, they give you a skateboard. Oh, okay. They give you a free skateboard, but it's still some of these like to get to the rec center or the pro-am. It's a, it's a fucking hike. Mm. And I I kind of wish there was more of a fast travel system. Other than that, gameplay and everything head and shoulders above the, the current gen version of oh, the game. Wow. So given that, and we've seen it, when a new console comes out and they build a game from the ground up, I see nothing but fucking red flags there. We saw it with Madden. This was handled way, way better than Madden. Yeah. like we, we took 40 steps backwards when we switched gens on Madden 07. Yeah. 6? Was it 6?
1: Yeah. Madden 06 on the PS2 was one of the best Maddens ever. Madden 06 on the 360 was easily the worst Madden ever. Yeah, and, and man's never recovered.
0: Yeah, and, and this, like I said, was not the case. I, I'm, it ain't perfect. Sure, you know, th- th- there's room for improvement, and I will say that the first few days of the game, fucking disaster. I the, can... the the servers were absolute shit. Um, I experienced, and many others experienced, a glitch where I was not earning any progress, any progression for my career games. Thankfully, I only played... It was the second game that I played that I noticed it, and I thought, "Eh, maybe let me try it one more time. Yeah, no. So I played three games and got zero progress. Jumped online, found out that it's an actual issue, but... They have these challenges that you can do throughout the city where you go to warehouse, these old warehouses and play against AI opponents, mm. which are like former greats and whatnot. And it's for double progression. So there's 24 of those games. So I kept busy doing that, and 2K pushed a patch, and the patch fixed my problem. So I'm good. Nice. And then the servers, the neighborhood games, were super, super choppy. Um, Some people were reporting like three to five frames per second. Mm. Yeah. And it's not not 100% better now since the patch, but it is much better, and hopefully they can get better. Like a a famous YouTuber, Agent Zero, I don't understand why 2K doesn't spend the money to implement more servers, because they use Amazon services in Virginia. They've got more money than fucking God. Yeah. I mean, when you think of all the titles and and studios that 2K, actually, I think it's Take-Two. Take-Two is the, like, developer yeah. and 2K. Uh, they cool. own Rockstar, and they own all the 2K games. They own um, all the, uh, I think it's Obsidian, maybe? The, the Borderlands. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, okay. they, they own all that. So... It's not a lack of funds. They could easily fix this by just dumping more money into the servers, but for some reason they refuse to do that. But again, um, the grand scheme of things, it's it's a win. Uh, I'm very happy. Right on. Um, Two things I wanted to mention.
1: We're talking about how overall Madden or Two Ks had a pretty good launch with the next gen. Madden hasn't even released a trailer for next gen yet. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was supposed to come out, or the game of itself was supposed to, I believe, come out at launch of the new consoles, and they pushed it back until next month. And, yeah, we don't even have a trailer yet. And did you see the shot 2K, the subtle shot 2K took at uh, Madden and EA last week? No. Well, they talked about how, which I, I don't think you really fuck with, which this is all I fuck with when I play 2K, is the franchise mode. Right. Because the franchise mode in 2K is fucking very, very good.
0: Kind of like you, I... Which, it's funny that you say that, the, the diehard 2Kers aren't happy with it because it's been kind of like what Madden does, so, like, the same. Although, this year, it's supposed to be much better. Okay. Well, they... It's, also, it's but already... But it's even... I'm sorry. Even when it's been bad for the, the diehard 2K guys, as far as features and sh- and stuff like that, head and shoulders above what Madden.
1: Did. yeah it's it's yeah. been the same like maybe the last couple years anyway, but it's,
0: i'll stop interrupting now yeah, go okay. ahead. okay
1: it's been very very good though it's already head and shoulders about yes. Madden. which that's why I, something i love about sports game is taking a shitty team building them into a dynasty did it with the knicks in the last year's game fucking made some fucking trades so i ended up getting jammer uh, Ja Morant and zion and then and first string of free agency i signed anthony davis and I think I haven't played in a while, but I'm going for, like, my third title in a row. Um, So 2K, they just released a little something on Twitter talking about—I guess they sort of combined the My Career mode, the uh, franchise or My League mode, and I think My GM mode into one mode. Because yeah, I think they, I think it's called My NBA now. My NBA because they wanted it's they based, instead of having three different teams working on three different modes, they just have them all work together on one mode. And they said, "We wanted we really wanted to prioritize our franchise players and didn't want them to lose all uh, all the features that they're accustomed to by jumping to the next generation." Yeah. Yeah, which, you know, 15 years and we still are missing features for Madden. Yeah. So,
0: And then the other thing I was going to address is literally within 24 hours of the the Xbox dropping, videos on YouTube started surfacing of Xboxes smoking. Yeah. What, do you know what it was? People were vaping in them, yeah. Dickheads were blowing their vape clouds into them and then posting a video saying, oh, they're catching on fire. And so finally, once it you know people investigated and they, they come to find out that it's just fucking assholes blowing vape smoke into it to try and I don't know hurt the Xbox name or whatever but Xbox official Twitter <laughs> come out with a tweet and said <clears throat> we can't believe we have to say this but please don't blow vape smoke into your, <laughs> your Xboxes <laughs> <laughs> so while I will say it does it runs warm uh definitely runs warm That's and what I've heard and the other complaint that I heard is that the disk drive sounds like a jet engine mm. which the reason I got the Series X was so that I don't have to use the disk drive um I download my games and I I'm not a, somebody that will have 14 different games going to where I'm you know playing them all at the same time I I get a game even if it's a an RPG type game or a quest type game you know campaign whatever um, When when I start it, I'm fucking playing it. Yeah. I might, like, for example, I've got 2K. I might switch gears and do something like that, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to play like GTA and Assassin's Creed and Borderlands and all these at the same time. Right. I start a game, I finish a game, and then I can just delete it, mm-hmm. get it off my hard drive. I still own it, so if I ever want to get nostalgic and go back and play it, I can just re-download it overnight and and play it again. Right. But that's my biggest complaint. The game sizes are getting fucking huge and you've only got the 1 terabyte and you got to pay $220 to get the expansion terabyte. You that's can one
1: massive advantage you got to give Sony cuz I know Sony uh, yeah. you don't have to do that. Yeah. So.
0: no, I'll I'll give them that, but still um like I said, I can take those games and move them to an external hard drive. Mm-hmm. I just can't play those games off. Right. All the old stuff, the backwards compatible stuff, I can put on that hard drive and play those games. Right. It's only the the um, console versions, the the Series X versions of games that have to be on that new SSD, SSD stuff. App. So, all right. You got anything else? Nope. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right. Uh, yeah, coming up Thursday or Friday, um, we're going to go back to the old strip club and, and talk about uh, sex in the champagne room. Oh, shit. Yep, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to do it.
1: Okay, real quick. Just yep. to, I don't know what made me think of this. Just randomly, I remembered how awesome the, the cup story was. So I asked a buddy of mine, I'm like, hey, did I ever play for you the cup story? And he goes, no. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to have to play it for you. And I, I did. And... He was back in commercial, like, that's kind of a separate area. So we go back there a little bit later. He's in the middle of the story. And it got to the point where you asked me if Caddy, if I've ever seen Caddyshack, and I gave you a really dumb look, like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And said, "Uh, oh, I'm not fucking Hunter. And then the friend was like, wait, that's you? I'm like, I thought I told you that. Yeah, it's a podcast I do with my cousin. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that.
0: When does it air? What? <laughs> anyway. Whenever the fuck you open the app. Exactly. So. So yeah, we'll uh we'll answer the uh, the age old question of is there sex in the champagne room. We'll also talk about NFL Week Eleven. I'm guessing no, no way. Well, we'll see. All right, and uh, the answer might surprise you. Yeah, <laughs> tune in, um, and then of course cover any of the the other sports and or NFL news and entertainment for that matter. If anything big pops off, Mandalorian again, fucking it's great. Um, it, you need to start watching it cause mm. I'm watching West Wing right now though <sighs> fuck, fuck West Wing Really, Aaron Sorkin wrote that show know, you, you son a of a shit. bitch Martin Mandalorian's Sheen. way better <clears throat> anyway that is in fact going to wrap it up and we will catch you like I said either Thursday or Friday one of those two But enjoy your day we will talk to you next time Dylan bye bye see ya hey. Mmm.